Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome along to the Wise Men Share podcast, and we're going to talk today about how Sunderland are possibly the only team in the country, possibly the world, who can manage to lose a game against a side who just don't create any chances whatsoever <laughs> in the game. <laughs> as depressing as that sounds, that's probably what happened. Craig Clark is with us, resident mourner, as you're all aware. Although he did write an uplifting piece right. recently, which has yeah. got good feedback after this year. Thanks. Well, not, not so much thanks. like Colin as a mourner. Not much of an emotive response. <laughs> right. Just saying right. thanks nah. for stroking his beard, but he's, he's very yeah. emotional. He's trimming like, it's getting annoying. It's a disgrace, like a beard, isn't it, really, when you think about it? Well, you don't have to think about it. You can just say I, I think about it. I think he about does it. Clearly I think, think about, about it a lot. He even used it as a plug for the live, Sleepless, for the live yeah. show. Sleepless night yeah. over that face. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Spaulding joins us as well, and he's new to the Wise Men Say team. You've probably uh, read a couple of his articles. Delighted you could come along, Gary. Thank you very much. Privileged to be here. No, After all this not time, really, really honestly, <laughs> give it twenty minutes. We're not really well. We are. Yeah. Well, well initially long. it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll be done. Don't, don't ruin the man's Was there anybody? Voice. <laughs> was anybody Gareth. else at the game this weekend? It's not often. Nah. I'm normally the person who goes to the least amount of away games, so it's not often. I would be the only person who, who was there. I just I don't go to any games. Me <laughs> having go season I just watch it in the pub and that. Truth out. Right. Nah, I'd, I've not been to many away games this season. Like, okay, well, can't afford it. We'll touch on some stuff later on. Yeah, yeah. I'll be interested to know how how you um, sort of translated some things that uh, I might have picked up in the ground. But first of all, I think there's only one place we can start. We might as well get this little debate out of the way now, and that's the goalkeeper situation. And I know that Craig and Gareth had different opinions on this. I don't know if I feel, I feel like I've got splinters in my backside here because I'm a little bit on the fence because I personally so, think. No, but it's possible to think that the keeper should have done better. Yet it was still a foul. Yeah, yeah, I think I've sort of joined that crowd now. Like, I was hoping probably, you had like massive polarising nah, opinions, and you were gonna like go uh, loggerheads. I shows. just think, even if he, I don't know if that the foul causes him to drop the ball, so he could be better. But then the referee probably could have given given a free. Would game. home side, would an away side have got that goal if that was the other way around? <sighs> it wouldn't have because the crowd nah, would have went up. Probably you, you not. Know. Yeah. No, so, so no, it's definitely it, not. I just think it, it, like the the reasons for it not being a foul aren't relevant to it being a foul. So him being tall, that's, there's no caveat in the rules that say it's or it's, if somebody's taller than the person that's fouling them, then it isn't a foul. You can't kick the ball out of someone's hand, so there's another one. You can't handle the ball to your advantage to try and score. Well, whether it was accidental and he, he might not have seen it. Did yeah, the referee good. have a good view? I didn't see whether I don't, the referee know. No, I I don't think it matters, does it really? Well, I would say it's just what happens for the for the kicking the ball out of his hands. I don't know if he had full control of it. I haven't seen it enough times to know. It's not whether he's got two hands on the ball or not. It's if he's in full control yeah. of the ball. The handball, he's pushed the ball onto his arms. Yeah, yeah. I think the handball. I, I think you can. That's the biggest. I guess it's, but if it's, I would say like. It's uh, accidental, but he's gaining an advantage in that situation. In, in the position he's in, you could argue it's a handball. But I would say that 
it isn't a foul just because the player isn't looking at the ball because he can challenge with his back to goal that's not illegitimate and I, I would say almost being tall like Pantelimon being tall it's almost like you're saying well it's harder for a small person to challenge him because he's not going to reach the height of Pantelimon's hands and therefore it's a foul I think it, in a way you could argue it was a coming together maybe I don't think it's definitely a foul I think there's a bit more of a grey area I just think he's, it, ga- it's, he's definitely gained an advantage from fouling Pantelimon that's what's happened Like that's what I think <laughs> I just think that I mean I he's, 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 he's trying to catch the ball Berhino's jumped into him back first and he's not he's the, as a result of that he's dropped the ball there's a lot of stuff at the minute like you say talk here about referees being consistent like every time you see a goal kick yeah. we get infringed like slightly the referee's blown the whistle mm. so that's if a that, and if that, if, I think if that foul happens in the middle of the party he's going to give a free yeah, kick definitely. well maybe the referee has refereed it in the way that you rightly say they shouldn't oh he's a big bloke he should just be stronger maybe he, he he's refereed it incorrectly by judging the challenge on the two men mm. involved and also on Sunderland's ability yeah. as a football team it seems I think the refs are playing the part <laughs> they like this is perception that we're going to lose every week and we're like rotten now and it's almost mm. as if the refs think no no well, they, 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 they're supposed to lose this game in a way I think a worse decision than that was to not send the <clears throat> garbage right back off yeah, for that second off, foul on um, Barini yeah that should have been a yellow card. Really that's, so that's two games in a row you could say that the referee should have sent an opposing player off yeah. and Pantelimon has perhaps cost us the game. But at the same time, in both games, if we've done our job, we could be 1-0 up against West Brom by yeah. that point, 2-0 up against West Ham. Oh, if Farini scores, we're 3-0 up. And as bad as we've been, I don't think West Ham would have come back from that. No, uh, The red card probably would never have happened. And if we went 1-2-0 up, on Saturday, you couldn't see West Brom turning it round because well, they looked only, absolutely shot. The only shot on target came from that from the goal. I think that's a really For frustrating. Brom, yeah. That's a really frustrating thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know the word dreadful. That's uh, just so frustrating <laughs> because that, I mean that's the thing. I normally wouldn't like go on about referee decisions, but like that one at the weekend really, really irritated us a lot. For so many, like. It's an important thing, isn't it? Because they were three points it, ahead of us. It was just like... Mm. like five, was it? I, I know like, it some yeah. people are saying, no, oh, it's not a foul because Pantelimon's soft. I just... That's not <laughs> that's not a reason to not give a free no. kick because you think someone's soft. It's almost like you want it not to be a foul so you can like have a pop at the goalkeeper. It's like a weird thing. I, I just don't get it. i tell you what's interesting in the way. Because we, we speak about Sam Allardyce and his presence in the media and his uh, ability to sort of uh, lead the media the way he wants and stuff. Manipulate was the word I was looking for there. What's kind of interesting though is, I've got no doubt, there's no doubt in my mind that Sam Allardyce thinks Pantelimon have, should have done better yeah. with that. But what it gives Allardyce the opportunity to mm. do is come into the media, blame everything on the referee, take all the pressure off his side so that this little mentality of the players sort of thinking that they aren't up to it kind of thing do you know what I mean like if it's individual mistakes every week and the players start getting down about that thinking you know believing that they're not very good etc then it's a chance for them to say oh well we should have got something out of that game if it wasn't for the referee now I could be looking too much into no, that no I actually thought, I thought that as well yeah. I thought he came like, out just because could you imagine Gus Poyet yeah. said that he I mean, wouldn't Poyet have he? did used to criticise but he did it in like a more sort of diplomatic, more diplomatic sort of way, way yeah. kind of like nod towards the fact he thought the referee was an idiot. Whereas like, <laughs> like Allardyce just like yeah. all the chips, right all the chips were on that. It was just it? like yeah. the referee cost us a game. That's when he said if without he just he has said with 
I thought we, you know, I was happy with our performance and the referee's yeah. decision has cost it, cost but us, it cost us the match. So you could, whether can, you agree or disagree, I, I, I kind of see what he was doing. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. you can understand the, stra the strategy, can't you? Especially after advocates come out and said, "Oh, the squad's not good enough to, to yeah, stay he needs up." To build he them needs up, to build them up. He needs to try and build them up. So, but it, I suppose if you take that incident out of the equation. The, def the defending of the of the, the situation yeah, wasn't great, wasn't was it? Great, no. Like you know, as soon as Brunt got that ball rolled back, you, you know he's got a, like a, he can cross a ball, and as soon as it left his foot, you thought this is causing problems. It looked like John O'Shea pushed pushed him. Oh, okay, it was all didn't he? Did really? You see that? Uh, that's really interesting. I saw a couple of photos. I have to watch it again. Photos, but it's difficult. There. Photos yeah. are very deceptive. Yeah, deceptive. Yeah, yeah. Need to well, see it like. happening. Yeah, but you're going to get pushed. You're going to get pushed and shoving, but like. I saw that photo and I thought, well, O'Shea must have a canny right hand on him if he's managed yeah, well, to shove him I, like I, I, three I watched foot it, into I watched the air it, into Pantillamon's chest. Back instantly after the occasion, about three or four times, with the replay at where we were sitting and it looked like a foul every time. I just couldn't, it, it, it I didn't, couldn't believe it. Didn't it. I was furious. Ruined me Saturday. That and then you had Shearer saying it was final match of the day. Oh, well, oh, the the, this is a prime. Oh, it's all. This is the thing that really. It's God. narrative. It's all narrative. Well, it's, it is. But they, it's, they, a, play, a player like Shearer does it. It's clever. Yeah. Or he's a clever player. Or it's like Jason Roberts was one. He used to foul everyone all the time. Rip people's shirts off. Oh, he's very strong, Roberts. No, he's, he's cheating. <laughs> he's not strong. He's a cheat. <laughs> like, but if you get away with it, you get away with it. Or pant like it's his thing with with goalkeepers. I was, I was saying before we came on, it was just such an English moment. <laughs> like the the goal, he's dropped it. I mean, he could have punched it, but we don't like in in crowds. We don't like it when people punch the ball immediately. If someone punches a ball, it means they're a dodgy keeper. It's like the, you've got to catch it in England. It's like this thing, and then when he drops it, it's not because he's been like a you know whether or not he's five foot ten, he's probably twelve, thirteen stone, ninety five percent muscle, five percent body fat, and he's jumping into <laughs> his chest full force while Pontinamon's got his arms out trying to catch a ball. Like that's gonna be difficult to catch the ball in that situation. Whether he should have gone in with his knee up, whether he should have his body shape was right or wrong, I think that's the fair comments from Pantilmon's perspective, but I don't think that means that he deserves to be fouled and if he was fouled then it's a it's it's a foul in a, in a free kick and it shouldn't have stood. But I think there are question marks over Pantelman's yeah. performances this season. That's it's not the first time his handling has been suspect, let alone I I all the deficiencies say, in his game. I wouldn't say it's like in terms of catching the ball. I wouldn't say that's somewhere I've been worried. I would say in other aspects of his goalkeeping, he's been a little bit. I just, I've never yeah, really thought shot stopping, shot stopping from distance yeah, and stuff. Like, like the West Ham goal against West Ham. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, like you, but you know. But he's better it's, than Manoni. It's, so. it's four minutes. It, like those types of players are going to end up at Sunderland ones who look amazing from one minute and mm. to dreadful the next. And like we, the, we know we know we build people. We know we build people up. Mm. Like usually be goalkeepers because they've got goal. a lot of work. To do. It's yeah. something we always said like uh, about sort of the standard of players that wouldn't be here. I can't remember. It was somebody the weekend Com said if we could put Pickford's distribution on uh, Pantelimon and then somebody or somebody else just said well he wouldn't be at Sunderland. Nah. <laughs> Suppose but, not. <laughs> well, that's the thing. A few people were saying, "Well, get you know, get Pickford back or whatever." But like Pickford, if Pickford gets you know bullied like that, as people have said, Pantillamon did, then people would be saying, "Oh, well, just go to show Pickford's mm. not ready." He's not and I don't think off. he's been faultless either this season. Pickford or Bradford, no. from what I've heard, he's a mixed review. Uh, yeah, he was a Bradford last season, <laughs> wasn't he? Yeah, uh, mixed reviews. I know he's just. I think he needs a, he's he's a good young, young keeper, right? Well. So he needs he needs a season at that level. He needs to play football, doesn't he? Exactly, and, and it's probably not a great time to throw a young goalkeeper into a Premier League team that yeah. can't stop conceding goals and have 
bottom of the league. I mean, it's whether this is a positive statistic or not. I think was that the first time we'd got into half time nil. No, sec, second time we'd got into half time nil nil this season. Yeah, right. Away from home, first time we'd got into. Uh, oh Tottenham. yeah, Spurs. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I mean, that's you know, that's 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 a pathetic thing to try and take a positive from. But you know, well, when your baseline's minus a hundred, I suppose you know, creeping the zeros. But quite you look at how there. they got. I guess you look at how they got there, and you. I mean, he obviously hasn't had a lot of time to no. work with the Maldives, has he? But straight away, oh, you could see the defensive shape. You saw was, that was they were much, much better. better. Like they, much they knew better. exactly. It was it was basic, but. Almost Effective. like kind of like when Poyet went back to that, uh, where they always looked like there was a good team in there. And Advocate, even to an extent last season when he kept us up, we keep saying it. I know we keep repeating the same things. Uh, and this season, it's just as if he lost patience and, and went all out. I would like to know people's opinion, what they thought about the fullbacks uh, playing. Because while I was sitting, looking at the game and the shape of the side, I thought that our two fullbacks were excellent, both of them. Personally, I, I don't know how it came across on on, yeah. on the telly on the screen. Yedlin, Yedlin looks a player. Yeah, say. in the first ten fifteen minutes, him and Larson linked up really mm. well. Yeah. Mm. he was like Larson because he's not gonna expose you, expose him in the way Lens might. He was just like he was dropping and just sending him away because mm. he knows he's got the pace to get away, and it worked really nicely for well for about fifteen minutes. And it sort of takes away the problem as well of uh, Van Arnold at the moment because you don't feel like there's a, there's a a necessity or a rush to get him back no. on the side now. I mean, I'm not a fan of wrong-footed fullbacks, but Jones looks better there than he has at right back. So I mean, happy with that. This <laughs> season, Pan, like, uh, Van Arnold's looked wrong, just both wrong. Footed, <laughs> didn't he? Like he couldn't pass the ball five yards with his left foot. His yeah. like distribution was just strange this season. It was like a child. But ironically, I'd think if he come back in now with Allardyce there, you get the feeling. He would look as bad, I uh, think. He'd put the reins on him, yeah. wouldn't he? Would you like to take that risk at the minute? No, the Derby definitely not. With the back four looking so solid at the weekend, you would have thought. Definitely not. Yeah. Now, you wait wait for one of them to get injured or lose a bit of form, and I'll be fairly confident by that point, you'll see a Van Arnold somewhere between what we've seen this season and his best last season, which would be more than good enough. Well, it's only a matter of time before Jones gets injured, isn't it? Aye. Like, I mean, actually. That, that's, that's something that's it's going to happen... If it doesn't, that's a, like a, bonus a freak. Really, that's it? like a freak thing because yeah. his career suggests that he will break mm. down at some point, and it probably won't be that long before he does, um, which is a shame if he's in form and doing quite well. But then, it, then that that means Van Arnold has to come in unless we get to January, and that's a position that he wants to look at. But the need to we're saying before really the need to be six. I would say six points. A drift of January at this stage doesn't look doesn't look as bad as it, you know. I think that that gives them something at least to go well. You know, when strengthening the window and we've got we've got two wins to get out of it. Allardyce has historically got a good record against the bigger clubs as well, hasn't he? Near the top because mm. he really knows how to wind Mourinho up and Wenger. But that's <laughs> something to cling on to because I feel like that's something that slipped away from Sunderland in the last few years. Really, but I yeah. thought that's what kept us up. Yeah, years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, so, like uh, in a freak sort of little rush at the end of the season. But sust- I'm talking about more sustained period. At home, you would sort I of think, fancy. I think it's you more fancy beat- sides against Arsenal and. and uh, it's like more that. beating teams around us. That's, that, I just want to see us win. Yeah, but we need four, extra, we need more than that, though. You want to now, so. don't we? We've played a quarter of the games. <laughs> and our fixtures absolutely terrible in December as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got some really hard ones. I think, like. 
four or five of the big ones over like the Christmas yeah, period. Is. This is off putting. Garrett's <laughs> taking a picture of, of me. I don't know whether or not smile or like the uh, whale. We're meant to just look natural. It's great for our listeners, <laughs> I'll broken the. Uh, what, what? Your train of thought and stuff. No, I'm just going to be. I'm going to be putting that on the Instagrams. <laughs> Listen to him, I'm so proud. I've taught him how to use a phone. I've teachers how to use yeah. it. I download it and then work it out for myself. Ah, but then, but at that point, yeah, we'll have got a lot of tough fixtures over yeah. that period. But then again, our tough fixtures are often the teams you wouldn't consider to be great at home. Mm. It's hard to say, isn't it? Like, yeah. It's been a clever for Seb Larson to play in that front right position shall we say a lot of people have been asking for that um, not something I was convinced at all how do people think he did he did alright he was just tidy mm. didn't do anything stupid he seems to be more analysed player you know, than I get that from him though I think yeah. every player is. he seems more analysed type of player whereas if yeah. Yedlin's going to bomb forward Seb Larson's played right back played yeah. there for Sweden so he knows I'll just sit in there and mm. let him do what he needs to do because Yedlin's probably arguably well I'd say arguably a better player than Larson going forward his pace and you can beat the player and get a ball mm. in the box. He's like, more rounded as a fullback, and I think yeah. we all prejudged him. I think he looks more solid defensively as well. Plus, if he goes on, I mean, look what happened with Brunt. The ball gets pulled back to him and he whips a ball in. If you give Larson that space to mm. whip a ball in from dead, that's going to cause problems for teams. If, I mean, you know, not every team's going to give someone the, the freedom of the part like we've done in fullback positions consistently this season I know it didn't happen at any other point during that game really but once is enough sometimes isn't it and it was possibly the only game of the season as well I mean I know we played well against Spurs particularly in the first half but you still when Spurs had the ball you still kind of were worried a little bit and you thought other teams have moved the ball a lot quicker than us and stuff and I think it's a we first it quickly, yeah, it's a first Saturday, time yeah. on Saturday where yeah, I actually thought that we, West Ham as well. yeah, that we looked yeah of course West everyone Ham wanted to be on the ball as well they were yeah. passing moving for each other they looked calm when they had the ball it was, just, it was good to watch but just they didn't it have that final yeah. I thought they missed Tyvenen or even Defoe just they didn't seem to have anything like in behind West Brom's defence that's the only thing I sort of picked out Mm. Maybe nice to have seen a bit more Barini doing that. Yeah, like, like get, running behind. Because his movement's usually really good. Because Fletcher's never going to give you that, really. Nah, is he? He's no. just going to hold it up and. I thought he'd actually. He played Fletcher well, did all but, right. he, yeah. but he, not in the He's way that Gary was saying. I agree with you. Like. Yeah, he did all right, but when you know we're looking to have Lentz back in, maybe you'd be looking at bringing him back in in place of Gomez and then putting Larson in the middle, maybe. I don't know. Um, that's something he could do in time, even though Gomez was well, Gomez the one our we best was, player. And we were the first. That's the one we all sort of predicted wouldn't play, definitely, under Allardyce. Mm. When, when you categorise these uh. players into Allardyce players or not Allardyce players, which is ridiculous in itself, well, I guess. I, but, I, uh, I thought for some reason it would be Rodwell who would actually... Well, he's injured, don't he? Well, that's it. But I think in time, if there's a manager who's going to get something out of him, I don't think Poyet was... A, he was never a Poyet player. He's not quick-footed enough... He seems like the kind of player who could do that Nolan mm. role. He's big, physical, and he can strike a ball. He might not be involved in the game, but it almost doesn't matter if he pops up and scores five, six, seven goals a season. He would have to displace Tyvan, though, you think, if that's well, going to be the case. I don't really because... mind that because I'm not really sure about him on Dallardyce. I don't I know if he's got enough going good, backwards. I don't know. I think he'd be. I mean, against West Ham, he certainly. Where would he play though? Know, wait, I, would I he be in the three in midfield or the top of that three? Yeah. I guess the thing is, that's when you can imagine us start to go a little bit more yeah, direct, yeah. isn't it? When Tyvenen puts himself off the ball, when when I'm we just, have it in possession yeah. of the back, you can expect the shape to sort of shift itself, and Tyvenen yeah. would advance himself in a position where he can hold the ball. Up, the and Catamore looked 
pretty tidy as well, I mm. think, up the weekend. Mm-hmm. And Cannamore looks... See, back to his... Back to himself. He's almost there, and he's he was almost good. There, he, yeah. was, he was barking orders all game as well, and, and then everybody would do, which he... Ironically, he seems to be able to do when he's not captain. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, and has a real issue with it. As, as he has a real issue with it when he when he's given the ban for some reason, yeah, which it's, is obviously some sort of mental block, which is interesting. But uh, it's it's it, it it's it, one of those <clears> things as well. When you look at the whole situation, you start to think we then that we are starting a false so costness points. No. So it's alarming then that we were starting a false so costness points. No. So it's alarming then that we were starting a false so far behind because then it gets to a point where you think well we're just not good enough collectively that, that would be one of the main worries I suppose is like we had chances on Saturday and we didn't take them and we were punished whether it's a foul or not put all that sort of stuff to one side as I said before if you put yourself in a position of superiority while you're on top you can kind of forget about that the rest of it comes like you, you stop worrying about refereeing decisions Every single bad refereeing decision becomes a big thing now because <clears throat> we're not doing enough of the right things. Like, so I've had some stinkers this season already, mind, in nine but, games. But then you would, if you looked, I bet, I dare say there's plenty of others going the other way, but you don't notice them as much because it's your team. I always go back to it. Spurs should have had a penalty in the first three minutes against us. There have been other incidents. No, it's, it's fine. It was yeah. just a uh, soft one. The guy down <laughs> on the side with a Chad leaves soft. He only blocked them off. He only shoved them over. <laughs> he should have been stronger. Exactly. In my, I don't think anything's a foul. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you got a problem, there's, there's no real response to it. So you know who is he talking you're to? Calcium, you know I mean? You're calcium <laughs> deficient if you get a broken leg and it's your own fault, <laughs> in my opinion. You know, it's your own fault. Can I say what was funny after the game? I don't know if anybody heard was anything. <laughs> anything that, uh, that Pat Murphy did after the game. Because it was kind of like I've never been, and I, did, I know. I don't want to start talking about like being the press and stuff like that, but it's just what are you cause, going to? no, because it, it was funny. It's the funniest thing. It's the funniest thing I've witnessed being there. Just the way you know, how confident he is, Pat Murphy, when he when he sort of grills these yeah. managers, don't you? Oh, yeah. He's one of the and, only people who actually asked. No well, he said, <laughs> well, what he said was, I was just watching because we were in Valadice to come out and uh, Pulis was out first. He was like, I'm going to ask you about McLean at the end of the game, and Pulis went, Well, I'll tell you now. I didn't say anything. He went, Well, I'm just letting you know we're going to ask about it. And then we're right. Okay, I'm here with Tony Pulis. Tony, what did you think about McLean after the game? Yeah. Well, I didn't say it because I was I was I was down the tunnels, and I think you'll find if you find the footage I was. I'm not, I'm not just saying that. So he explained a little bit anyway, and then he got on later and he said, "So what about um, the foul on the goalkeeper by Berahino? Um 
what about that? And he went, well, to be honest, I wasn't sure. I didn't quite see it. You didn't see that either, did you not, Tony? And he went, what about the penalty that was perhaps uh, Sessignon giveaway? And he went, no, that's another one from... He went, oh, my God. He went, what were we actually doing, Tony? Did you, did, did you watch any of the, the game? Cop, or were you sitting there, his eyes. Yeah. Were you, were you sitting there reading your paper the whole time? He was like, no. He's like, well, this is like standing talking to Arsene Wenger, eh? And then as he, as he wound the interview up, Tony was like, Laughing at him and yeah. as if say, I'm going to kill you and all Aye. that. But then he was, he kept making eye contact from him across the room and waving at him, going, Hiya, Arson! Hiya, Arson! <laughs> the whole time. What a guy. Was, I, know, I was like, there was tears <laughs> coming out of my eyes. It was funny. Because <laughs> you got Twitter, you might get a follow. I, yeah, yeah. I just thought it was, it was <laughs> really funny. You, I you thought didn't, it was worth sharing you, that. It was a good you story. You didn't do any. He's a great uh, no, 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 He's a, he's a wordsmith of other people's banter. Oh. He's like the bi- biographer. <laughs> he's the biographer. This one's, this biographer. one's gone. Um, it's gone. <laughs> no, that, Move on. That he always gives, like, I remember, like, I know it's on a different subject, but he always used to, like, when he listened to his interviews with, um, what do you call him, um, Lambert at Villa, and he just used to, like, rip it out of him all the really? time. He'd just be going, like, yeah, you you're really, really dreadful, aren't you? <laughs> it just, it would, that would be like the level of the question. You just, it's awful football you're playing, isn't it? You'd just be saying stuff How like that. How does he get away? Well, I don't know. He's fairly respected. The managers probably honest. enjoy yeah. it because like they usually it's really bland. Honest. It's not some like it's like some bland, uh, bland questions that you usually get. But uh, it was weird. I used to quite enjoy that. It's a shame when he got sacked, wasn't it, Lambert? He'd probably end up here. He's, 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 uh, he's nailed he's on a Lambert. He's he's next. Next. Yeah, that was the worry, wasn't it? That was a I worry. forgot he was even a, like a manager. Like it's amazing. <laughs> he was quite good at Norwich as well. Yeah, I remember a few days before yeah. I like, got appointed. He was doing in uh, the Sky Sports studio, got oh, like, yeah. and he had a shave. And that I thought oh, he's coming here. Oh. He's definitely coming here. Thank God he didn't. He'll be going back to Aston Villa. It's sort of like like Sunderland in the middle parallels with Sunderland at the moment. Yeah, where there's just sort of like no long term plan. It's just the soulless football, soulless atmosphere. How Aston's been good the last year or so? Yeah, but what's bizarre about that, I guess, is because he was at Norwich and his football was all right there. It seemed. Well, he seemed really pragmatic. He used to mix it up. Maybe the players at Villa. Partly to blame for it, or maybe he thought now I'm at a bigger club, I've got to like change the way I manage. I don't, I don't know because I always thought Rogers would struggle because he seemed really rigid and he was almost too pragmatic for his own good at, at Liverpool, wasn't he? Was it? I mean, I tell you what, Lambert, he, cl- he clung on to that village, didn't he, for oh, about aye. six months too long? Aye. Well, can you remember like, they gave him a new contract? Aye. Like, Good, it, was, yeah. it was quite funny, Insane. like, on Twitter every week, if there was, like, any Villa fans, they'd just be like, Lambert, get Lambert out of <laughs> like, Birmingham Mail when he left. Do like a celebratory <laughs> issue or something. Open top bus. I was. It was like, he's gone, get in. It's really strange, though, because I think there's a... The bottom three, the sort of parallels between all three, you know, in a way. Like, yeah, well, the big, big clubs, sort of like the managerial situations at all of them have been interesting. Obviously, Newcastle have kept, were stuck with Pardew for ages, but obviously, you know, big campaign, media campaigns to get rid of him, even in the Northeast press. Really? I, I so you were saying that the press were trying to hound out the Newcastle manager. That never ever happens. I know it was. A sh- I was totally surprised to see it. Not myself. even Sir Bobby got hounded out. <laughs> no, remember they built a statue of him. So right, they you didn't have nothing. Didn't have not even never ever. No, abused. but like joking aside, like there is there's something kind of fundamentally wrong at those that clubs that size. Uh, 
mm. a, a struggle and it's not one season is it it's every season it's, the, the, you look at the bottom well you look at Sun and Newcastle Villa now and, and it will be hard to say that there hasn't been coming for a while no, in the case both. of all three clubs so that's sort of three if all three seasons. went down it would be a shame for the league in terms of geog- geography like obviously two, the two big North East clubs gone a big Midlands club gone I mean it's all very very South centric mm. the Premier League and I don't know I'm, I'm really following the championships so I'm not sure who's not there, but that, Brighton maybe I mean there's another Southern club with no real history of being big and there's a lot of those kind of naff middle sized mm. no offence to Brighton mm. sort of middle sized Southern clubs who seem to be doing well because of where they are mm. in the country um, I mean some of them are well run as well but like there must be something in it. You, well, you know, I mean, look, at, look, at the, look at Leeds. Look at Leeds well, today. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that Jesus. is just unbelievable, isn't it? He, I bet these some of these managers who got Leeds, like when they've, <laughs> they'll be going like what? Leeds manager? Oh, I, I'll do that season, <laughs> and I like just thinking it's like somebody like whining them up, and then like that Steve Evans rocks up the day. If you're a Leeds fan, you just be going like, oh my god. It's the worst, worst thing. And Leeds, of course, and, and Sheffield Wednesday. There's they're, another they're, one. They're, yeah. they're the clubs you put up as, as this example. Why mm. the people who just think it's so simplistic to say let's get relegated no. and start again. You look at these clubs and you think, come on, do you really want? That's <laughs> gen- you know, generations of, of being outside of the top flight, which some might argue isn't everything, but I would argue that it makes a big difference to having a, a half-empty stadium. You're not um, getting with rele- no atmosphere. Yet, uh, I think as well that you're kidding yourself if you think getting relegated puts you in this division where it's all like cheap yeah. tickets and everyone's mm, standing yeah. up <laughs> chanting and singing. Because when you watch any sort of championship football, like you say, the supposed big clubs. I went to a Sheffield Wednesday game a couple of seasons ago because um, my mate gets tickets through his job, and uh, God, it was a weird, weird atmosphere. It was just half empty, really depressing. Talk about a lack of strategy or any kind of like philosophy on the pitch it was just like the the blokes sitting near us were actually like we were like who's this like this and we were like what the hell is this and they were like all just laughing about him just taking the mic it was it's kind of like a Shefki Kuchi of of, like the lower well he was the Shefki he is one of the most uh, immobile players I've ever seen in my life that Nahui I don't know how we got onto this Topic. I know it's quite a digression. <laughs> well, it? it's, we've done that, and I, I don't know if we should just carry on doing it. It's not like what I suddenly say. All right, anyway, back to the. Uh, well, this is, I the one nil defeat of West Brom. Where we created exactly. Where we created nothing, and they created nothing, and we lost to a mistake. And, uh, I suppose what you think about the derby. I know you'll mm. be talking about it on Thursday. No, but I was going to say, but I do the last sort of five ten minutes on the derby anyway. Yeah, for content purposes. We talked about their last... win yesterday, and what you think that means? Nothing. That means that um, <laughs> Graham Carr's um, super scout again. It meant that mm. Norwich defended like Sunderland have been defended. Which is worrying. Um, <laughs> I just couldn't believe what I was saying. I didn't watch I it. I it. didn't watch it. Like, yeah. I work with a woman who's a season ticket holder at Newcastle and it was her birthday this weekend and she was like, I'm not going to go to the game on Sunday because it's like a 40th so we're going to go out for, for a meal mm. and if I can miss a game it's for my birthday, I thought, hey, typical, isn't it? If you, <laughs> you choose a game not to go to and your team scores six. Good. Just, talking about the game, and I mean, Alex Nail just got his tactics wrong on the day because he he went there and he almost thought, right, Newcastle are vulnerable. I'm going to get at these, and they just left. They're not good enough to do that, no. and they just left themselves wide open. Mitrovic had a failed day as well, I think. He did. He, he, yeah, um, yeah. Who was he up against at the back? I, I didn't see the like. Colacini, uh, not Colacini. What's called him? Russell Martin. Yeah, Martin. Yeah, he played in, and Bassong. Yeah. yeah, right. 
I don't know. I don't know. Mitrovic. Oh, I, thought, I thought he was okay. Who? Mitrovic was. No, I'm not sure. He's a new shooter. Getting Warshay and Kabul wound up though. No, well, the other way around, man. Someone's got to get into them. Kabul seems to love Mitrovic. That's just what he wants to do every game. I know, but you know what you know is if he's gonna he's gonna come. There's a chance he could come like piling or steaming or tackling on. The crowd are all gonna be on the feet because it's a derby anyway. And refs subconsciously take that stuff in, don't they? Yeah. yeah. And then he's walking a, a very thin tightrope from there on in. Obviously, I suppose if Feynald plays uh, in that whatever, where did he play off the forward? He played kind of like left. Um, as long as the track was right, and, and he's their best player to be yeah, fair. Yeah, by, the, the by both took turns to well, sort of Perez some, is good, I think. The Perez, both took yeah, turns to, to sort of come and, and sit back. Well, I guess Catamol will be the one who's got a. Well, if you that's the thing, if you go like in via last and Catamol in the middle. They, you just you've got to compete, haven't you? I mean, we've won the battle in midfield quite a few times Which in those was, derby yeah, wins, and like yeah. even even when Poyer came, we played like four four two. That first one with Aldor and Fletcher up front, um, and they they got the Boston midfield. I can't. It was Colback Col and Cattermall. Um, well, I mean, it, so. looking at Newcastle, they haven't really got natural width unless the fullbacks no. push up. So you'd like to think whatever we play. If you if the fullbacks play properly, you've just got to stop them getting that ball in the box. And if they're not using natural wingers, obviously it worked against Norwich, but it's not going to happen every week for you that. It's a question like, of work rate for Newcastle going <coughs> backwards as well. Now that might right, change okay. in the atmosphere of a derby, but um, well, Vinal not as much as but Sissoko just doesn't he just doesn't go back. So no. he, set, he set up three goals and suddenly, but he just doesn't go back. Batman, at all. Yeah. And then and Martin Olsen who'd come in for Norwich was getting lots of joy down that left side. Lots of goals came mm. from his side as well. well that's the problem, so he was right? there. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it. It's a balancing act. You look at this, the Sunderland side and what the kind of players have got in in the derbies. I think I'd rather have those types of players like. When you look at people like Larson like, and Cannibal, who, who, who have played in, who have probably played in most of these six victories anyway. Even Fletcher, I would yeah, argue, Fletcher, who's yes, had good yeah. games against Newcastle, that, that understand what that means, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I suppose I just sound like that. And Perini as well. Perini, <laughs> I mean, he loves he loves playing against Newcastle. Mm. His record for Liverpool, he scored against them, didn't he? And Expect him to break his leg this week. Then. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, he's due, apparently I saw that retweeted today, something saying that Perini hasn't had a shot on target in the Premier League since January seventeenth. Wow. <laughs> but he's not really, had, uh, you know, that, aside from that chance that he had. Um, That's still West Ham against yeah. West Ham. I don't think he's. Uh, that still really holds me that chance. I know. I know. That, I mean, that that's a massive, well, massive. Uh, it's a pivotal moment. That. Would you, would you say, four hitting the post against you, Spurs. You talk about mm. derby players in the derby, and we we were sort of slagging them off before we came on here. Johnson, he's done it time and again. Certainly has, hasn't he? Um, I, I mean, I would. I prefer not like to start with him. How do you think he's going to set the team? How do you think he's going to get them sitting deep? I was going to bring it on the Johnson thing anyway. I'm glad someone brought that up because I was thinking after the game. Forget about his legal issues and stuff like that. I just look at Johnston and I, I wonder if his legs have gone. To be honest, he just looks. Uh, did he just? It, it just does not look no. the same. And I know, I know, a lot's going to be going on mentally, but physically, he just doesn't. You know, you often see this with yeah. players. The thing of people like Joe Cole, uh, who started when they were young and explosive players, and by the time they get to thirty, they just drop down mm. down the levels. And 
you just start to wonder if Johnson's he's level chugging, is, like every he's time never quick to begin with, was he? So he's just like he, he, he looks like me running for the bus. <laughs> and his good asset, his good asset throws passing like his vision. Yeah, they've even been awful. Yeah, he can't even find a man, can he? No. he's giving it away all the time, so it's well, not looking good. A question you ask Gary if you th- how you think you'll set up, and I reckon you, I reckon you will be, I reckon it'll be deep, and I reckon it'll probably be lens. And Barini either side of Fletcher, and I think he'll hit them on the break. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he would. would he's going to be open. Yeah. he's going to challenge Newcastle to try and dictate the game. There's yeah. no doubt about yeah. that. And then Larson, what? Like Larson's not quick, but he runs up and down all day. Yeah. So he'll be the one probably given license if we ping it long to try and support. To be fair, if we pass it like we did in the first half against West Brom, I think we'll dictate the play. It's Newcastle won't be able to live with it. I no, we were. Really, was good. Yeah, I think it was really good. Just get in, get into them. <laughs> just, just, just get about the ball. That's the game yeah. talk. Forget about yeah. the ball. Just, just in that midfield, in. forget about the ball. Yeah. Just smash them. Like well, that, you've got, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to put like because uh, it, the way things have gone in those previous derbies, if you look at them, even in the last one, of, <laughs> I mean, I know, Catamol's done Tiotte before. In that last derby, <laughs> I think Catamol after about five seconds again, just someone was like running towards our box uh, and he just yes, ran over. Yeah. And like that's what he's someone they've got to do. I know like p- people might say outside of the derby it looks gruesome or like it's, it's in a derby. Gets though, everyone in a derby, the yeah. in a derby gets yeah. you want because you start it starts people ticking. Yeah. People start losing their heads, losing their concentration. Would you rather not Catamol though on somebody who's unlikely to get cautioned again? Uh, because that's Larson the that's the worry with Catamol. He's walking then walking a tightrope for eighty nine minutes. I mean, Mvia doesn't get booked, does he? No, he doesn't. I mean, Mvia just doesn't really commit that much. So there you go. You target Mvia. You say you go You go He's there before the balls. We need to make fouls. They can pass. They can pass them on, can't they? You don't have to do like. Uh, like a horrible like two foot time. yeah Gareth's no, not like, you go out there and break someone's legs just like <laughs> oh, just yeah. like rate them down the back of the Achilles that's what you want to do <laughs> alright man when no one's watching what you're right though especially Colbert you've got to make sure you like they've got some players him who, who are probably hot heads right like Mitrovic is one Mitrovic is going to be the one if Tiotti plays there's another one Colaccini this season looks like he's walking a tightrope all the time because his legs have gone like someone like Paul Dummett plays, he's going to probably that's want to try and fist against, pump his way through against, it. Let's against yeah. Dummett. That's a, a battle. Yeah. Like that's a battle we, we've got to win. Like, who, who's going to Haidara. come in? I think he's, he's been playing left back. Haidara. No, he's talking, he's talking oh, about who could Dummett played left back on the way. But Haidara came on from right. But he, but so, Dummett understands. I think Dummett's a return injury. I think he's Welsh player. I don't know. He understands. No, he's he plays for Wilsby Smop here. No, okay. So I, they've got to get at him really. They've got like that's a the thing. They've got to isolate. They've got to start look, doing what teams do to us, where they isolate problem areas and attack them. Well, look at look, this is exactly why Allardyce is the captain. Yeah. Although you know you need to have good players to do it as well, he will be looking yeah. at graphs, charts, all sorts of I've, stuff. I've heard him say stuff about that way. He's adv- uh, what you call it? Um, looking at the other teams. More like advocate kind of more like yeah. Oh, I'm just going to set up my way and hopefully well, you're going to do them. This season he tried to yeah. do that, didn't he? And yeah. it's, it's like no, yeah. we're in denial. Not yeah, enough to do it. Yeah. More focused on the other team, and then we'll expose exactly. their weaknesses more. Which, where, where, until you get a certain level, you have to be like that. Don't and then you? in this day and age, you can't just set up and say let them worry about us. Yeah. Man, if if you're managing Zenit like St. Petersburg when they're the best team in Russia, exactly. Or if you're managing Barcelona, you can do what the hell you want. If you if you're Sunderland and you can't buy a win, that is exactly what you need to do. You need someone who's going to say right. Sit deep, defend well, get that basics right first, and then when we've got the ball, he's not going to track him, target that. I get the impression McLaren's a lot more of a, my team's going to be set up to yeah. play my mm-hmm. way, and all right, when the other team obliges, like Norwich did on Sunday, they've obviously got some talented footballers, and they've exploited that, because I, 
I mean, it's all well and good saying, oh, Norwich were crap or whatever. If if Norwich had been that bad against us, I don't think we would have scored six. I mean, we didn't score six against West Brom, and that's one of the worst teams I've seen in that first half. So you've got to give them some begrudging credit for, for scoring so the goals. So looked very good linking up in, 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 in dangerous areas. Cut that off. Which we've done in previous start, obviously not with Ryan Alden, but with Sissoko, he's looked good in patches. Mm. And then, like you say, target the weaknesses, right? Dumiter weakness, or Jan Matt's going to get forward, right? Get Barini's expose, movement expose in behind Jan all Matt. the time on the break. Yeah. Yeah. You expose Jan Matt because yeah. of because of Sissoko's work rate going yeah. back. Well, that's it. Yeah. Like, and with exactly the kind of problem got we've faced in our own team, exactly. Yeah, they've just got to they've, they've got to win. There's the a battle. case of they've an got to win the battle then, almost. You forget the forget the ball. There is forget the <laughs> ball. And you just got to win the individual <laughs> He's still battles. Still on about players. You do, players. You do though. He's he's an NFL listen, or something. You do though. Forget about the fouling people. I just made, I just made a I'm point. I'm not talking about fouling people. I just, just don't care about your I just made a point there. <laughs> the we just mentioned Martin Olsen. Uh, <laughs> this the sort of joy he got going forward. So there's a case in suddenly for Van Martin Olsen had joy going forward. Do you say? Oh no, I'm thinking of the other one, the big lumbering centre back. No, no, the uh, Norwich uh, left Yeah, yeah, wrong Olsen. Yeah, so him getting forward. I thought Jan Matt was the next. Beckenbauer or something like that <laughs> you're talking about Sissoko's work rate going back and expose Jan Matt and there'll be an argument for Van Arn not to play well, on the other side you'd say going forward Sissoko and Jan Matt doubling mm. up on Van Arnholt yeah that's maybe not a little bit scary if you put it like that yeah exactly these are the decisions managers have to make so you sit down but on the other side on the other side you've got Yedlin and maybe Larson or Lenz whatever up against Dummett potentially I don't, don't think Haidar is anything no, special, no. otherwise why would he drop him for Dummett? Yeah. And, you know, whoever's out on that left side, they're not going to beat the most defensive player, I don't think, for them. They play with quite an attacking set of mm. four in that in that area, then try to have two sitting. They had a problem so, holding as well, um, midfield. I know it's different, I'm talking about Newcastle a lot. Yeah, yeah, well, I did watch a game the telly, I was know there. I was, kind of I was there, so I could sort of see the shape and stuff. I was there, he's letting it out of the bag now. Because <laughs> people are going to wonder why, why I'm I sort know, of speaking so much about it, but... Were you in the they, press they, they, they they took, they took, <laughs> No, I went in the Newcastle fan, Gareth. They, um, took, it's all coming out now, isn't it? They took Tiotti off because he just wasn't offering any protection whatsoever. Then they put Anita there, and they kept swapping Anita and Callback because and, and none of them could really offer any sort of protection whatsoever. Mm, Callback was probably the worst player in Good. a Newcastle Because we're going to offer plenty of protection for our back four with Allardyce in charge. Yeah, oh, they will. Yeah, I mean, Avila was a lot deeper on Saturday, wasn't he? Oh, uh, like, yeah. I remember him picking the ball up from right left back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he likes to drop in anyway, but mm. Cutmore was playing a lot higher. Though. Yeah, He's I mean, the, the, the combative the one that that's a thing. That's what you need. And like, I just think in the derby, like we've seen over the last few years, where you could argue that Newcastle have had better individuals in terms of quality than Sunderland, but they've been outfought. They've you know, the backsides have gone at times, and that's what they've got. I mean, Sissoko, I thought he had a good game, actually, in that 1-0 where, where we beat them at, at Christmas. Uh, yeah, but there was no real end product. It was but him it and Perez. Just him and Perez. I mean, two, Perez yeah. is a very good player, and but they just need the... You know, just cut that. I'm not saying just cut them. It's always him. Don't focus purely on... No, don't focus purely on their game, but in yeah. looking at their strengths and weaknesses, that's how you play your game. Them, yeah, mm. exactly. Unfortunately, we've got a... Draw to end there because uh, 
Proctor's got the only set of keys for the studio and we're being Seems sensible. Yeah. I know. But we'll, we'll speak more, more about that, obviously, then on the uh, Son of Ferment of the Late Show on Thursday. I'd like to thank everybody who turned up for the for the live show as well. Thanks, um, sir. There's no problem. Anytime. What, what, was the, what was the figure we raised, Gareth? £416, to be precise. As Craig said it, uh, at the show, quite a few tins of paint were that. So. Thanks for turning Did up that? anyway. That was my joke. It was actually. a Gareth's joke. Actually, I don't think I was I'm pinching, I'm pinching, jokes like. I'm pinching Gareth's joke and giving it to you. Thanks, sorry. <laughs> it's hilarious joke, man. Right, okay. <laughs> Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.